Bring me shelter, I will not harm you. Bring me shelter, please. Bring me shelter, I will not harm you. I would shelter you. People would do anything for their families. It could happen to anyone anytime. Somebody in France, somebody in England basically sat down with a ruler and just drew lines on maps. There are many different ethnic and religious groups that have been divided across borders and this has caused a significant amount of conflict. There are a lot of people who need safety. It is really cruel for a country like Australia to have policies that are focused only on pushing people away. What we're seeing is a number of people that remain in a state of limbo. And when non-sustainable land use combines with climate change, the crisis of refugees... I wasn't able to go and play with children. I had to go and really be an adult from a very young age. I think that's something that a lot of migrant children can relate to. Really, it was a dream for me to reunite with my family. I was just praying and hoping that that day will come one day. I think it's very important for people to understand that people have their own dreams as well and they're wanting to change the world with everybody else. Refugee Radio, 855 AM, 3CR. Hi, this is Rafiv Ziada, and you're listening to 3CR, pro-Palestinian, happily proud radio. Welcome to Refugee Radio on 3CR. We're going to be listening to an interview from Moz, who is locked off in the Mantra Hotel. This is being produced by Marissa from The Doing Time Show, every Monday from 4 to 5 p.m. Have a listen. I want to dedicate this particular program to all refugees and asylum seekers and all prisoners. In fact, there was a prisoner from the Melbourne assess- who was gone through the Melbourne Assessment Centre who was recently um, tested positive for coronavirus, and that was reported in the media. But what hasn't been reported so much is what's happening with refugees in the Mantra Hotel. First up on the show, we're going to be speaking with Moz, who is a wonderful musician and activist, and he is one of these people, refugees who is locked up in the Mantra Hotel in Preston. And the the show, we have done some extensive coverage on the protests that have happened on an ongoing basis at the Mantra to try and let these refugees out into the community because... The refugees in the Mantra Hotel and indeed in quite a few of the detention centres have underlying health issues and have and, and some of them in the Mantra have been brought to Australia because of Medivac. And Medivac is the bill that was taken out or repealed by the Liberal government and Medivac was meant to help sick people to get treatment that are coming from Manus Island. So these refugees are now stuck here. And so pretty soon we're going to be speaking with Moz, who's locked up at the Mantra, and he'll give us some more information about that. And then after that, we will be speaking with Ollie, who was part of a fantastic protest at the Mantra Hotel where they were they locked themselves up in cages. So we'll be speaking with him about that. He was arrested there, so we will be very careful not to discuss legal, legal strategy. We do have to be careful of contempt of court. But we will be speaking with Ollie about his, his experiences and what happened at the protest. 
Before we launch into um, speaking with Moz, though, I wanted to just draw the attention of listeners to a recent media release that's put out by the Refugee Action Collective. A security guard who worked on the third floor of the Mantra Hotel in Preston has tested positive to COVID-19. Australian Border Force informed refugees of the positive result last night, which was the 12th of the 7th, 2020. Now, last night would have been a couple of weeks ago. Workers in hazmat suits have been cleaning the third floor where refugees are imprisoned, but refugees themselves still do not have adequate PPE, said, said Chris Breen for the Refugee Action Collective. And this positive COVID case confirms all the warnings from refugee advocates about the risk of COVID-19 to refugees held in detention who are unable to physically distance or protect themselves from the virus. In addition, authorities are not proposing uniform testing for refugees as they have for other residents of Melbourne affected by outbreaks. Refugees have been offered optional testing and if they take up the offer, will be required to isolate in solitary confinement whilst awaiting test results. So we'll be speaking with Moz and what, what, what is very, very interesting here is that Chris Breen and was one of the people arrested at um, a protest at the Mantra um, during, during the pandemic. Coming up now, we'll be speaking with Moz, who will, who will talk to us in far more detail about his lived experience. No country, no form. Back to the peasant, to the fellahin born. The Israeli government's planned annexation of up to 30% of the West Bank of Palestine has sent shockwaves around the world. Free Palestine Melbourne will examine the implications in a forum, The Palestinian Struggle in the Era of Annexation, 7.30pm on Wednesday the 22nd of July. Speakers Hanan Ashrawi, Yara Harawa, Mehan Maghribi will explore what it means for Palestinians for the future of our Palestinian state and for our advocacy, activism and the ongoing support of the Palestinian people. Register online at www.fpmelbourne.org. fpmelbourne.org. Free Palestine Melbourne is a 3CR supporter. And you're back with the Doing Time show. And we now have Moz on the line. Hello, Moz. Welcome to the program. Hi, Marissa. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you. And I'm wondering if you could just talk to us a little bit about yourself and talk about what's been going on at the Mantra. Uh, I am a refugee who came to Australia in 2013. And after a few weeks, I was forcibly transferred to Papua New Guinea and was imprisoned in Manus Detention Center for six and a half years. And after lots of torture and trauma, I was transferred back to Australia for medical help under the Medivac bill. Uh, I am still uh, currently locked up on the third floor of the Mantra Hotel, uh, approximately with 65 other refugees and we don't we haven't got any treatment we were transferred for to australia for medical help but there is no any treatment at the moment 
for one quarter of our lives, we have been locked up in detention by the Australian government, and we are still suffering. We came to escape torture, and we, we are still being tortured. We are just numbered for them. Everyone in the world has rights, and our rights shouldn't depend on where we are from or the color of our skin. We are treated worse than criminals in prison. Criminals have access to work, exercise, and sunshine. We are denied these basic rights. Even criminals in jail are supported to study and get a quality, quality education. We are banned. They are ruining our future with this torture. They are also going to confiscate our phones, and that will disconnect us from our family and friends and limit our legal support. We have been separated from humanity, from our family, from our loved ones. We have been separated from people we love, and we are losing our identity. They are trying to take out identities away further by taking our phones. With no other stimulation in this prison, our phones are a lifeline. We need them to stay sane. Why do the Australian government want to take uh, our phones? Now they call us detainees. Even animals in the zoo are treated better than us. If there were 65 dogs in this place instead of us, they would be allowed to have a walk. We are not allowed to have a walk out of this place. We are treated worse than animals. We Mom, haven't I was going to ask you about some, those phones. When are they going to do that, take away the phones? Um, they are going to... Uh, has, uh, they are going to talk about it in the parliament very soon. And I hope not. Yeah. And it's very scary. I, this place, we don't get any sunlight. We have been deprived of sunlight. And plants wilt without light. They die. Absolutely. They are depriving yeah. us of nature. Indeed, they, and they are, are depriving and us of sunlight. You know, the, this this is very, uh, very sad time for us. We don't know what to do. You know, and the Australian government are are uh, spending three hundred and fifty-five thousand dollars each year for each refugee to maintain this regime of torture with your taxes. I am sure that you are. You people uh, are not happy to pay taxes for my torture. I am sure that uh, refugee lives do matter for people in Australia. But my question is that why refugee lives do not matter for most of politicians in Australia? Absolutely, Moz, and it's, it's really important to talk about that, isn't it? And the thing that is most concerning as well, and we do need to keep an eye on what's happening with those phones, and certainly we'll be reporting on that regularly here on the show. The other thing too is in regards to the coronavirus, it appears that refugees at the Mantra are not getting equal um, say in, in regards to, or testing in regards to the coronavirus. I wanted to ask you, yeah. The MSS is one of the security companies linked to the leaks 
of COVID-19 from Victoria's quarantine hotels, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, can you can week, you tell us what happened there with 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 the guard? Uh, yeah, last week, um, ABF circle managers and IHMS confirmed that one of the workers here got COVID nineteen. Everyone uh, uh, is panicking. We don't want to catch this virus, and this virus is very catchy, anyone can get it easily. And the way that the manager of uh, IHMS talked with me, I really felt uh, I was disrespected when uh, uh, they were telling us to wash our hands and, you know, uh, practice the social distancing. We are not children. We know how to wash our hands and we know how to practice the social distancing. But the problem is that in this small place, uh, practicing social distance uh, is impossible. There are many people who are working here. They uh, don't practice the social distancing. They uh, enter the rooms several times a day. And we can catch this virus easily if just one of them get this virus. And it's like a, a cruise ship. And if it's, uh, the feedback goes to the to the community. We don't want anyone to catch this virus. It's it's very true and it's it's very it's a real worry. Yep. And uh, we are sick. We are sick mentally and physically. I suffer from asthma. I feel if I catch this virus I will die. Apart from the uh, uh, COVID-19 it has affected on our minds. You know we uh, are suffering mentally here. We are uh, locked up in danger. There is no any place uh, for us to get sunlight, and our skin and our body bodies are getting weaker day by day. Absolutely, and on top of that, you, there's the pandemic as well. And back at the time when the Medivac um, bill was repealed. I was really appalled, to be honest. It's it's the worst thing that I ever saw happen. Yes, and the the politicians, most of the politicians, the two major parties, Liberal and Labour Party, uh, they don't have any plan to uh, to release us into the community. Uh, for more than two thousand and five hundred and fifty days, we uh, are suffering in detention. And they are blaming each other rather than finding a solution, rather than think about humanity. Absolutely. And it's very, I mean, the media release that the Refugee Action Collective have written is a really good one, Moz. Have you read it? Yes. It's really, and I really, if you don't mind, I'd really like to talk to you about that because... The media release talks about the fact that there are no penalties for authorities whose willful negligence has led to actual cases of COVID-19. And despite multiple warnings, government authorities continue to put refugees at risk of COVID-19 infection. Can you comment on that? Uh, there, are most many, there are many doctors 
in Australia. There are many wonderful people are living in Australia. Yes. Yes. And they, all of all of you people, all the expert people, say that keeping these people in a crowd and cramped area, it's like a concentration camp. It's absolutely a torture center. And if, if the uh, feedback is like the cruise ship, and it comes to the community, you know, the, this, if one person, it's a miracle that we haven't got this virus. If just one person, one of the officers, uh, get this virus, because we play pool, we play ping pong here, and we uh, see each other, and just one small virus can affect on our life. And it goes to all the community. We don't want you to be in danger also. Absolutely. And would you agree that there needs to be an independent inquiry to work out the facts about the potential exposure of refugees and guards and for testing of all of all exposed potentially exposed individuals? Well, I uh, everyone here has support. Uh, we have families and friends in, inside the community. We uh, can stay. We can live with our families and friends till the pandemic uh, finishes. And we are very careful about um, the outcome. The, you know, we yeah. care about this community also because. This community is like our family, and I love this family. I love this community. Yeah, look, you're right. It is a miracle that that the refugees haven't got coronavirus. But, you know, it is most concerning, Moz, about how, you know, everybody needs to be released to safety and freedom. Absolutely, everyone should be free. You know why? Because we have committed no crime. We are people seeking safety and freedom. If uh, if there was anything wrong, we are not criminals. Why uh, innocent people should be in jail? Why innocent people, even the criminals, uh, treated better than us? They they have lots of uh, more things inside the, the jail. We are banned of everything. They just torturing us every time. And the politicians, and, the most of the yep. politicians, are, are the, they don't want to talk about this place. And there are different forms of torture. Torture is not just about physical torture. There are different forms of torture, aren't there? Exactly. Exactly. It's like a luxury torture. They locked us up in... I spent 20, you know, we, uh, I tell you that we are spending 23 hours a day in our room. Uh, how can we survive? It's, it's just, uh, it's very difficult. I tell you that um, we were suffering for years on Manus, and now they put more pressure on us. We cannot, the size of the, uh, the window that I can open is like 10 centimeters, 10 or 15 centimeters. We cannot get vitamin D. It's very difficult for us to live. There is a 
narrow corridor. The, the corridor is very narrow, and uh, we just walk like zombies. We don't. We forgot how to walk like a normal person. They made us very sick. Mars, I imagine the ventilation in the hotel wouldn't be all that great, would it? Yeah, it's uh, it's very difficult sometimes for for breathing. And what about the mandatory wearing of masks? Does that apply to refugees in the hotel as well? Uh, everyone can uh, use masks and gloves, but most uh, I have seen that the some of the uh, officers don't use masks and gloves. Yeah. So, so, and what about soap and other hygienic products um, to uh, to wash well, your hands? Is there enough of well, that there or not? Well, uh, I don't say that there is not enough, but I tell you that they don't uh, put the sanitizers uh, yeah. every time. They forget to fill it, or they are... Uh, I I have seen that. They don't fill the sanitizers every time. Many times I see that they are it's empty. And the other concern, too... Moz, is that you say you have asthma and then the, the refugees in the hotel all have underlying health issues so their immune systems are compromised and so they would be susceptible to coronavirus. And I'm hearing in the media all the time that we need to actually help the most vulnerable people in the community. Exactly. We, everyone here has different uh, kind of sickness. I have asthma, so some people also have a difficult breathing. And um, our, my situation and our the other people in the in this place that are locked up are getting weaker. I see these people. I am witnessing that they are getting more depressed, more uh, like moveless. They, every time when I walk in the corridor, I don't see anyone. Most of the time, they are inside their room. Are you allowed to step out into the corridor often, Moss? I can't go outside, but I, I don't want to catch. I feel, uh, I feel the virus is outside. Yeah. That's why I prefer to stay inside my room. And the corridor uh, is not a, is not a good place for me to walk. I. Uh, it, it reminds me of lots of trauma on Manus. Yes, yes, yes. Trauma overseas, I imagine. Yes. I, I understand, Moz. Moz, it's been great talking with you. I'm hoping that we can um, chat again regularly on this show. And I wanted also, Moz, to apologise to you because uh, we will be still playing your music. I just didn't get get to arrange it because um, I'm actually doing my show remotely from home and there's nobody, not many programmers can go into the radio station because of the restrictions, but we will play that music next week. Uh, thank you uh, very much. I just wanted to uh, tell my message to all of people who are living in Australia uh, and my message to you all is love because uh, we are born to love and respect each other. My music is my message. 
The name of my music is Love. I was tortured on Manus for years and years, and I am I have been tortured in this place for one year also in this hotel. But this suffering uh, provided me the opportunity to meet many wonderful people in Australia, and they are like my family. And I really appreciate all of you amazing people who are standing up for us and fighting for our freedom. I'm so happy that I got a chance to talk to you, Moz, and, and I'm very happy that we're able to speak on this show. Thanks for having me, Marissa. And Moz has... You'll probably hear from Moz um, quite a lot, given that he has been doing a lot of work with the Refugee Action Collective and has been... Haven't you? You've been a regular speaker, haven't you, at some of the protests there? I speak at the rallies. I uh, feel your kindness. I see that how these people are amazing, and I feel that uh, we need to send out the real information so that people see that how the, why the, the government are lying to people. We are not bad people. We are not criminals. We no. uh, are people who are uh, seeking for hope and freedom. The people united shall never be defeated. Uh, we are uh, here to uh, show the reality that how they are uh, lying to people. Absolutely. Moz, thank you so much for coming onto the program. We're going to be interviewing Ollie next, who is a protester, uh, an activist doing some work, um, I, I believe, um, at the Mantra some weeks ago, and I think there were some people arrested outside the hotel. So we're going to be speaking to him next. Any final comments, Moz, before we finish? Um, I tell you that people in Australia, I feel that I haven't seen any anything wrong. There are some, I hear that some people uh, from, I, I heard that uh, a couple of officers told me that when I go outside, you see that how they hate you. But I tell the, I told them that this is not true because no. um, I see that many wonderful, there are many wonderful people who are living in this uh, community. Who said they hate you? Um, well, it's because they are putting pressure on us. They want uh, us to think that people outside yes. are uh, different. But I, different, I mean that uh, they don't care about us. But I am. Oh, they're trying that, to say that um, that people hate you out there. Yeah, but not all of them. Not all no. of them. I, I am gonna tell everyone that we respect people in Australia. And we have not committed any crime. Of we course you haven't. No, Moz. Yes, and we really thank you for supporting us. Moz, thank you so much, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you very much. Take care. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye-bye. So that was an interview with Moz, and we're also going to finish with a track by Moz called Love, which is a track dedicated to all the people who have been supporting refugees locked up on Manus in Mantra and by the Australian government.
Favor and goodness. 